I am super excited. Good morning. I had such a good show in Aberdeen last night. It's amazing how a good show can just turn your energy levels around. I'm now on my way to Edinburgh. It's about midday. I've just got out of the car on our way to our place to stay in Edinburgh. We're at Bray Park. Oh my gosh, we're going to go find a waterfall. And I think you can probably hear it. We just have to go up quite a lot of stairs and get there. But it sounds like it's going to be amazing. Oh, wow. Oh, can you hear that waterfall? How beautiful does that sound? I hope you're getting it on the phone. What a gorgeous pit stop. Have arrived at Martin and Leslie's house in Scotland, just outside Fife, um, near Edinburgh. Martin and Leslie are Daniel Sloss's mum and dad and they're so gorgeous and so supportive and so lovely and I see them every year at Edinburgh Fringe and they're like the mum and dad of the Edinburgh Fringe and I messaged Leslie saying look when I'm in Scotland do you know anywhere I can stay? Hint hint wink wink and she was like at my house absolutely and so I'm in her beautiful home and I feel so welcome and it's so gorgeous and they've got the most epic coffee machine it's got all the knobs and buttons it's like an old school vintage one so I cannot wait for a coffee in the morning and apparently there's something quite delicious in the local town of Fife, so we'll discover that tomorrow. I'm in this little village. What's the village called? East Weems. East Weems. And uh, it's the largest little village in Fife. It's the most beautiful little large village in Fife. Most beautiful large village in Fife. And there's two shops. There's a spa, and I was like, that's not great. And um, then there's an award-winning ice cream shop, and that's just saved the day. Like, why, guys, if for no other reason you should come here, is this award-winning ice cream shop called... Perfect scoop. Oh, Bernie, we're going to get ice cream. It's amazing. They've got sticky toffee pudding, gold billionaire, Belgian white chocolate, galaxy caramel, and a jammy joey. Oh, my goodness. That was, like, literally the best ice cream I've ever had in my life. Like, it was worth the trip. Seriously, guys, if you like ice cream, you need to come. I don't know why you're growling. You're not getting any ice cream, mate. I've got a very exciting adventure today. We are going to go see Bernie's puppy. So, Bernie had puppies last year. And I was going to keep one called Slug Prince, the boy that's the tricolour. And he's gone to live with a lovely lady in Scotland in a castle, pretty much. So we're going to go see him today. Come on, old biddy. Oh, I hate it when you're stuck behind a really slow car. And you were going somewhere really exciting. Are you excited, Bernie? The last time I saw these guys, I was in floods of tears because I was giving up the Slug Prince. And I was going to keep him. I really didn't want to do it. It was a heartbreaking decision to make. But it was the best decision to make. It was absolutely the right decision for him. And for me. Um, to make. But it was a heartbreaking one. And I can't believe I'm going to see him. And he lives. I'm going down this really long lane in the middle of some woodland. It's beautiful. Bernie, you're staying in the car. So don't get excited. I'm not going to ruin my reunion with the slug prince. Because, because of you, we couldn't keep him. So, you have to stay in the car. Stay in the car. Your mummy's oh coming Oh my in gosh, minute. he's perfect. Your mummy's coming. You're gorgeous, buddy. You're absolutely gorgeous. Oh, I love him. 
Oh my goodness, I just had the best day with Buddy. I'm so in love with him. He's a giant. I posted a picture on my Instagram. You can have a look at Louise Romanan. He is stunning. He's like a giant bear. He's sat on my lap. He's such a lap dog. He's not like Bernie. Bernie was not impressed. He kept giving Bernie kisses. He totally recognised me. My friend was like, he's never going to recognise you. He totally recognised me. He was all over me. And uh, Maureen, um, his new mummy, uh, says that he doesn't behave like that with anybody else. And she said that he's given her so much in life and saved her in many many ways and that he's a beautiful companion and her buddy and she's helped him he's helped her out so much in lockdown with everything going on with life and just it's so lovely to see that I made the right choice and I've given him a beautiful home all my pups have got beautiful homes Herbie and Billy as well their families are gorgeous and it makes me very very happy so now I can drive off to the stand and do a show we've arrived in Edinburgh we have sold out for today very happy with that so it's a full house today so I'm looking forward to it should be a good show and now we're doing the classic walking around for somewhere to finally to poo in major cities they have the beautiful private gardens and you know if you're a resident you're allowed in and it's so annoying trying to find a patch of grass when you have a dog that will only poo on grass just come out the fire doors in Edinburgh at the stand, just on a tech run. The staff are amazing. The staff at the stand bend over backwards to help. They're just incredible. There's so many venues that I've been to where the staff haven't been as helpful. There's actually very few, actually. There's a few venues that you go to that the staff don't help. And it's it's little things. Like, for example, I remember one show I had and I jerked off in a guy's face. It's like one of my jokes, right? You can find it on my live at the Apollo set. And I said to the stage manager, oh, I'm going to need a, a, a man in the audience at the front row this time, please, because there wasn't one yesterday and I need one today so I can access him. And she replied saying, it's not your job to dictate to my staff where they seat the audiences. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. Well, it's actually part of the show and people are paying £20 ticket and they're paying me to do a good show. So why don't you help me do a good show by helping me out? And it really ruined my whole start of my show. It left a really horrible feeling to try and deliver a comedy show when you're feeling like your your odds are stacked against you from the beginning. And at the stand, they're so lovely. Like, they could not be lovelier. They help with my merch box. They help me sit up. They help with Bernie. They give her a load of fuss. It's just lovely. You feel so welcome. And I can I can just feel the love. I feel so happy to be back on stage. Like, the audiences are up for it. The staff are helpful. They're doing everything. They're really excited. And it makes such a difference. It empowers you when you arrive at a place on your own that you don't know anybody. And in any other circumstance, you'd be like, well, I feel like an insecure loser because I'm by myself in a venue surrounded by loads of people that I don't know. But then when you're working there and you've got the support, ah, oh, it's just a different ball game. So it's filling up, so I'm about to go on. Your, your set really resonated with me. Uh, my dad passed away from cancer last year, so it was really refreshing to hear someone talk so openly and honest about everything that you felt, because I completely felt the same. It's fucking shit. Well, thank you so much. Hi, Lisa. I'm a clinical psychologist, and I am very impressed about how you talk about mental health. I think it's really helpful for people the way you say about that. I think That's it's amazing. So Okay. Well, tell me again what you just said. Um, your show inspired me to write a poem, and I started writing in the middle of the sh in the in the middle of your show. That's hilarious. Uh, That's and, and, and I, I paused, of course, and I will continue it. And the poem is called I, "I'll Be Fine Eventually." Oh, what's your name? My name is Shivangi. Shivangi, what's your surname? Shivangi Davda. Shivangi Davda. I'm from India. 
Wow. Like, send me your poem when you write it. I will, I will tag you. I will follow you on Instagram and I will tag you. I just got inspired in the middle of the show. Are you a poet? Do you write? I'm, I'm, I'm a writer, yes. I'm a published writer. But, um, I mean, your poem just inspired me and I'm, you, I think you will like what I write. Oh my god, I love Oh, just packing the car after the Edinburgh show. They were lovely. What a lovely audience. Do you know what's really weird at Edinburgh is that the stage, you're so close to them. So they're right in front of you. You've got like literally a metre of a stage. So you can't walk around or move around much. But the audiences were so vibrant and up for it from day one. The only thing is it's taken me a long time to get out of the venue. And I'm a bit knackered because there were these ladies, older ladies at the end. And bless them. They were quite drunk and celebrating. And they just kept talking and talking. And you know, you're like, okay, I've got to go now. Okay, I've got to go now. And they're like, no, Louisa, we saw you back in team with the Beyonce show. Do you remember the Beyonce? Yes. Okay, I'm just gonna, um, I'm just gonna go now. No, but the Beyonce. Tell their friend about the Beyonce show. Okay. Why don't you watch it on YouTube? <laughs> it's all on YouTube. And it's lovely, but I was like desperate to get out of there. I've been dying in the toilets so I went on stage. Um, but it was a gorgeous show. So thank you, Edinburgh. And now I'm off for a wee sleep. I've just woken up and come downstairs and picked up my phone and I've got the poem from the girl that wrote it yesterday. Uh, her Instagram name is wit on feet, wit full stop on full stop feet. So here's the poem that she wrote. You'll be fine, they say. How do you know that? I can't ask, so I just nod and accept. You'll be fine, they say. I don't know how that happens. You'll be fine, they say. I lay in wait for that day. It has been years now. Was time not supposed to heal all the wounds? You'll be fine, they say. I've just got numb over time. You'll be fine, they say. And now I know what they mean. I'll be fine, I think. Not with a lack of pain, but with the strength to continue nonetheless. You'll be fine, I believe. The wound is just a scarred memory now. Still painful and still a reminder of what I lost when I didn't lose myself. Aww, that's a beautiful poem. Thank you, my love. Ah, today, Glasgow. Actually, let's I'll have a coffee after my nap. Not before. Well, that makes sense. Did you leave these out? These were in the car and she's had a picnic. I am so no, sorry. No, don't be. My dog would have done exactly the same. I just long as she's not going to be sick. What's that you've got there? The crumpet packet and the butter. She is such a dick. <laughs> She's a dog. I'm so sorry. That's not a problem. I was having any life. I just don't want her to be ill. Well, she has a sore tummy. That's her own fault. Oh, no, because then I have to deal with it. Oh, Bernie, you dickhead. Just arrived in Glasgow. It's beautiful. And uh, I got to meet one of my audience members, Kelly, who I adore, uh, just for a quick bite to eat. Had some weird cauliflower with spice on it, but it was yummy. And because I'm driving tonight to Norwich, I'm going to do a pit stop halfway through in Doncaster. Uh, it's about 200 miles. She got me the most thoughtful gift. She just got me a, a Starbucks card, a Starbucks voucher, so I can get a coffee on the way home. I love my audiences. Do you know, I feel so lucky and so privileged to have the sweetest audiences that are always so thoughtful and so kind. And I feel like it's because I'm so honest on stage and I, and I am myself, I feel like I'm completely myself on stage. I then attract and allow audiences to be completely themselves because I think they feel like they know me, which they do. And so it means that the connection feels really intimate and special and I feel very lucky to have that. And I know a lot of comics don't have that. 
and it's really lovely. It's really lovely. It's time to go find a poo for Bernie and head back to the stand in Glasgow. Last show of the uh, Scottish leg of the tour. So I had my merch table laid out in Glasgow and I forgot to put a sign on it saying how much everything costs. And all my prints have gone. <laughs> I think the audience just thought they were free so they've just had themselves to all my prints and now I've got to go on stage and be like, oh, I'm really sorry, can you um, return the prints or pay for it, please? Because that's how I actually make an income. Thanks. <laughs> oh, fuck. I did sell the merch and I really apologise. I, I handed it back. I handed it back. I'm sorry. She handed it back. She's papering it out. They're papering it out. That is my Scottish tour done. Ah, oh, that was a beautiful show, Glasgow. Thank you for having me. I went on and on. I did like nearly 90 minutes without a break. It's a pretty long, it's a pretty long show. And um, it was lovely. It was so funny about my merch at the end. They were so apologetic afterwards. It was very, very sweet. And now, this is the bit of the tour that I'm dreading. So I'm in Glasgow. And I've got to drive to Norwich. It's seven and a half hours. And I'm driving myself and I'm knackered. It's what? Half ten. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to drive for four hours, half eleven, half twelve, half one, half two, and pull up. I found a little um, place in Doncaster, just outside Doncaster, and it's like a little cottage that you pull up outside. You can park outside the door, and he said he'll leave the door open for me. I love the north, they'll leave the door, leave the door open for me. Um, so I'm going to go there, and then I will continue my drive straight on in the morning to Norwich. I think it's easy if I break it up that way, otherwise I'll be too tired. Um... It's a joy to visit Scotland again. Scotland's an incredible country. And the air, oh my goodness, the air in Scotland is so pure. It is gorgeous. It's so nice. Like my lungs just feel better just being here. It's amazing. It's really beautiful. And the people are gorgeous and the houses are gorgeous in the area. Like, why would you not want to move to Scotland? I want to move to Scotland. Guys, let's all move to Scotland. I've just pulled up to a petrol station. And down south, it's already saying that they've run out of petrol. So where I am now, I'm lucky they've got unleaded left. But they haven't got any diesel. Oh, there's only one pump with unleaded. And they've blocked off another pump, so I've just made it in time to get some petrol. It's not like this in Scotland at all. You know, I don't blame Scotland for wanting to be independent. I think Scotland should be independent. I absolutely believe they deserve their own freedom. I don't think we do anything to them but bring them down. So if Scotland can get out and rejoin the EU, why shouldn't they? You know, they still get free dentists and everything in Scotland and prescriptions. Let's all move to Scotland. Hi, love you, right? Number. Thank you so much, darling. Take care. Bye bye. Let's go take Bernie for a poo. You okay, baby? Let's take you for a poo. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next one.